Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of television and film together on this episode i am talking about dungeons and dragons honor among thieves came out this year 2023 directed by john francis daly and jonathan goldstein written by michael giglio uh john francis daly and jonathan goldstein this movie stars chris pine michelle rodriguez uh, Reggie Jean Page and Hugh Grant. Uh, this is a movie, a charming thief and his band of unlikely adventurers in, embark on an epic quest to, re, to revive, uh, to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. This is based on the tabletop role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons. It is set in the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. Uh, this has no connection to the previous film trilogies released in the year 2000 and 2012. Uh, this movie filmed in Iceland and later and uh, later in Northern Ireland. The film received positive reviews from critics and grossed over 205 million dollars worldwide there are spin-off tv series coming to paramount plus uh set in the this set to be the cornerstone of the universe the tv show is set to be the cornerstone of the universe uh john francis daly one of the writer directors of this film wasn't intending on the movie to become a franchise but is open to a sequel uh, with the same characters and actors uh, along with adding new characters and actors if they do a sequel. This is a movie I had extremely low expectations for. Uh, I, although I did hear positive things, that's why I'm reviewing it. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm not, I've never played D&D. I know very little about D&D. Uh, you know, I'm not a massive fan necessarily of the genre, this fantasy type of a genre. Despite the fact that I did like Lord of the Rings, I do like this genre. It's just not my favorite. Like, it's not my go-to, right? Like, I like Lord of the Rings, uh, but I hadn't, hadn't, watched, hadn't watched those movies since they came out on DVD. DVD, not Blu-ray. That's how long ago. Uh, and I like Game of Thrones, for the few se first few seasons, and then I kind of just lost interest and never got back into it uh, because it's just not—it's not a genre that really uh, excites me necessarily, you know. But I had little expectations going into this movie, but I was blown away. I had so much fun watching this movie; it was a blast. It was a blast, and I think there are a lot of reasons why I think it worked. Uh, mainly because it's not serious. There is a, an element of comedy woven through this film that I absolutely appreciate, and which, in my mind, makes it a lot more fun to go on this journey with these people. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, the comedy definitely help, and I would recommend it to anybody who's kind of if you're hesitant about this genre at all. Maybe you've never played D and D. Maybe you don't know anything about D and don't think you need to know anything about. I didn't know anything going into it. I had a lot of fun. I understand the archetypes that are involved. I understand the kind of type of world we're in. Uh, but it's also a movie that doesn't necessarily take itself too serious. Not trying to be a Lord of the Rings. Right, But it's also not a comedy in the sense where it doesn't care about the other stuff, right? Usually if this was like a comedy like satire on the genre, it would be lower budget. Like comedies for whatever reason get away with not really caring too much about the film. Uh, They care primarily about the jokes. And uh, I think this has a nice blend of not only the film aspect of it, but also the comedy aspect of it. So even if you're not a fan of the genre, I would say you probably enjoy this if you're a fan of comedy. right? If you want to see a funny movie with great adventure, uh, a lot of interesting characters, then I would say this is an, a must-see. Like I, It's just such a fun movie. It is a lot of fun. There's no, nothing I hated about. Nothing made me like go... There's nothing in this where I had to, like, overlook it, where it's like, okay, that's kind of shitty, aside maybe the CGI, but that's, like, every modern movie, for the most part, has bad CGI in it. I mean, look at the entire genre of superhero movies is, like, a lot of mediocre to bad CGI. Some are good, but there's def- there's always a Dark night scene in a superhero movie where you can't see what's going on this movie doesn't have that problem so i enjoyed that uh but you know when it started when i first started i almost regretted it i almost regretted my choice uh it seemed like this might be overly complicated which is you know one of the reasons why game of thrones ended up uh not lasting uh not i did not being connected to through the end which sad the how that ended people not happy with the finale of or the last season of game of thrones so i guess maybe i i lucked out giving up on that one early on and i thought this might be overly complicated like these movies can be a lot of different types of characters a lot of things going on when in essence it's you know a heist they have to go on a mission and they go to different lands and meet different characters that's primarily what you get in this. So, once I saw the humor, the funniness, I enjoyed that. There's a brief fight scene at the beginning, which I enjoyed. It's like, okay, that's kind of fun. I, I like that, you know? And I like comedies, like I said, that care about the production quality. As many comedies just kind of take shortcuts when it comes to production. They They don't really care about how the film looks like not until Judd Apatow were comedies like directed in a way with a a, a small amount of respect to try and actually be like a film that had that's full of comedy instead of like you know just a comedy that has just trying to pack as many jokes and then everything else is is secondary or not even a consideration 
which is like the worst excuse, especially reviewing movies. I review, I'll talk about an old movie, I'll review an old movie. This happens sometimes with horror films. This can happen with action movies. It's a big thing. Where I'll, I'll criticize the writing, I'll criticize the story, the storytelling. I'll criticize aspects of it and people online because, you know, if you do anything that you put out online, there's going to be people that just want to find, just need a reason to hate it, even if it doesn't make any sense. But it's always like, oh, it's a comedy. Why are you taking it so seriously? It's like it's, it's a movie. It's a movie first. It can have a story. It's okay for comedies to be handled with a little bit of respect. It's absolutely fine. And it's okay if a comedy is so funny that the lack of story or everything else involved doesn't matter. Like, sometimes a comedy can overcome those things, but just because it's in that genre doesn't mean I can't criticize aspects that aren't great. And if I am commenting on those aspects that aren't great, then that means the comedy maybe isn't good enough to make me just put those things aside. This movie doesn't have that problem. Also, you see that in action movies as well, which this movie has some fun action scenes, some fun fight scenes, some fun chase scenes, right? I mean, this movie is like a combination of different genres of film, action, comedy, uh, fantasy, where... There's a lot of films that suffer in those genres because things, they, they just fall into like these formats of like, oh, we don't need to pay attention to that because it's a comedy. Oh, it's an action movie. So who cares about the story? Who cares about the characters involved? All we need to see is some a, a boom boom. We need to see something blow up. We need to see fire. We need to see a, a CG fight scene at night. So we don't care about characters' intentions or motivations in a film. This is an action movie. It's like, I don't, I don't, it's not, that's not enough for me. But I think this movie cares about the comedy. This movie cares about the action fight scenes, the battles. This movie cares about interesting characters, interesting creatures. The one thing this movie doesn't necessarily do well is the digital effects, but... I think that's more of an industry issue rather than this film specifically. You know, I think uh, despite the, I think there being some actual practical effects in this, which I do appreciate. I appreciate I w I love I love shitty practical effects exponentially more than mediocre CGI, which the vast majority of films that have digital effects are mediocre. It is so rare to have high quality digital effects in a film so rare they may have a lot of it but it's a lot of mediocrity so i'd much rather see just i i don't care if you can see the prosthetics coming loose from the skin i would prefer that to having a digital character amongst live action people because that just completely takes me out Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at youtube.com slash inspired disorder. 
This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to youtube.com slash inspired disorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase the Many Faces artwork. And now let's get back to the show. So this movie, at least there's moments, or at least it seemed like there's moments and characters that are done practically, which there's also clearly the digital characters. Clearly there's a lot of digital effects in this, which the movie's so fun, right? This is one of the things where it's like, okay, it's not as good. It didn't handle that thing, which a lot of times budgetary, they don't want to pay digital artists really, so they want to... They pay as little as possible and sometimes that you end up just getting mediocrity when it comes to the digital effects and i think the digital effects were fun and the way they were used the interesting characters that we got to see i think were enough to make me not worry or care that much about the digital effects right as opposed to like superhero movies where it's like this is this is going to make a billion dollars and it looks it's like everything's digital everything looks fake Anyway, you also have the ragtag group in this movie, ragtag group of characters, right? We're all with these characters throughout their adventure. It's a lot of fun, fun dynamic, right? They're a group of underdogs in many ways. I love Michelle Rodriguez. I mean, I love Michelle Rodriguez and everything. I am a huge fan of hers. Uh, her portrayal of Holga in this uh, movie is great. She's got the she's the warrior. She's like the barbarian. She's the muscle. Which I mean, if you want to cast a female actress to pull off that role, Michelle Rodriguez, hands down. It is unless you want to cast some former MMA star that is a horrible actor. Michelle Rodriguez is a great actress and is so believable as somebody who can kick everybody's ass which in this movie does and brings it's so much fun so much fun to watch her just destroy a bunch of people chris pine is in this plays kind of the leader edgin who is kind of a robin hood kind of guy or a uh, he's kind of I, I don't know what his kind of what his job was necessarily before going on this mission but he's also he's not more of a scammer kind of a weasley guy right he's not the muscle he's barely the brains but he's somebody that can lead in a way he also plays like a little guitar mandolin kind of an instrument kind of the lovable loser of the group in a lot of ways hugh grant is great in this as somebody who ended up being the antagonist you have uh simon the wizard magician is like kind of a, a cowardly lion type of a character, right? Trying to reach his full potential. You have Kira, kind of this shapeshifter, 
like also a lot of great movements uh moments in this as she transforms into so many different creatures many of which are creatures that exist in the world and even creatures that don't exist in this world so it's a night it's a fun how her powers are used is so interesting and fun same thing with the fact that this is a team right you, we've seen a lot of team based movies like the two different major studios making comic book movies you have the the justice league you have the marvel's avengers you even movies like uh mission impossible where it's a group of people that have to rely on teamwork i think this movie does that better than all of those movies i think there's like one mission impossible maybe two where the team really comes together to complete the mission i think this is the one in the the abu dhabi one where you see tom cruise on the side of the giant skyscraper but that one like the team has to come together right but then, like in, you know, I guess like part of the Avengers movies, there's moments. But I think this movie has moments that really plays into the character's strengths and their abilities. And, and in those moments, you see people rise to the occasion. So I think it's a lot more, a lot more to it in this movie. At least, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it more. It's also a lot of fun locations uh challenges that these characters face on their journey the quest right to get the, the quote unquote the thing right the search for the macguffin right that's they got to go to get this thing because if they get this thing then they'll be able to to you know right a wrong they'll be able to change the past type of a deal so in that instance, there's also moments that are kind of like a heist movie, which are extremely formulaic, but a genre of film that I enjoy. I mean, in many ways, the Mission Impossible films are heist movies. I love the the Ocean's Eleven movies to a varying degree, uh, but I enjoy a heist movie. I don't care if they're formulaic. I don't care if Rick and Morty spoiled the the heist movie formula. I, I probably missed that episode. So it hasn't been spoiled for me. As opposed to like the the uh, musical biopic genre that was spoiled by Walk Hard. Uh, which is a, a hilarious movie. But now, not that I really enjoyed musical biopics. But now it's so blatantly obvious what they're doing in all of them. And thankfully, the heist element of this is, uh, isn't ruined. And I enjoyed it. You know? And, like, this movie in a lot of ways is like a Mission Impossible movie set in a fantasy world. Except for there's no real Ethan Hunt. It's it's everybody kind of having abilities, having their strengths, and it's way more about teamwork, which, you know, only, in my opinion, one Mission Impossible movie where it really relied on multiple people. But even in that movie, still Ethan Hunt was, the like, the superstar. And there is another small critique at the end of this movie, which I'm going to get into spoilers, talk about specific moments. But in the non-spoiler section, there was a moment at the end where I thought this movie was over and was just setting up for a second film. And turns out that it there was still more movie to go. Thankfully, what was left was a lot of fun. What really kind of 
brought everybody together in a way that in that the movie hadn't quite done to this that to that level so despite the fact that it felt like it this movie had multiple endings which is another thing the fantasy genre aka lord of the rings the last lord of the rings has like five different endings this is like a movie that will never end just like oh here's the ending no here's another ending. oh here's another ending this movie had multiple endings but they were worthwhile what was left that came after was very worthwhile And despite the very end of this movie, by the time we got to the end and knew the characters and knew the dynamic, the end, in a lot of ways, for me anyway, I saw coming. I saw coming, but I still enjoyed it, and it got me choked up. Like, even knowing where this movie was going to go at the very end, I still got choked up. It's, it didn't have to catch me off guard. I saw... I saw the slow motion bus crash about to happen. And even though I saw it, I was still shocked and amazed. Not amazed, but I still it still got me. And I would 100% love to see this crew on more adventures. Would much rather see Chris Pine do more of these movies than the Star Trek movies. Not that I don't like Star Trek. I love Star Trek. i just not a big fan of the reboot of the star trek i think jj abrams is one of the most overrated directors working it's like especially i recently did a rewatch of those movies and it was painful watching that first the there's so much lens flesh so much camera it is like nauseating to watch that first which is so sad i remember really liking it but would much rather see chris pine do more of these not that I wouldn't mind seeing him in those either, if as long as they got rid of J.J. Abrams. Get a director that can direct a movie. Not J. J.J. is not a great director. Anyway, let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high-quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. I do want to get to spoilers, talk about some specifics. So if you don't want to be spoiled on this movie, I highly recommend Go check it out. It is now on streaming. I forget where I watched it. It's on one of the streaming platforms. Very easy, accessible. Get a free trial if you want. It's a fun movie. I highly recommend it, especially if you're into the genre. I don't know how much the the game, the Dungeons and Dragger, Dragons game players would love this because I don't know how many references. I don't know how accurate this is to the gameplay of that game. But for somebody that is completely ignorant to that stuff, I had a lot of fun. But I do want to get into spoilers, so let's get into that, starting now. Fun moments. The prison. When she effortlessly kind of 
beats up the the uh, org, right? Who irritated her while she was eating her potato? F- great start to this. Great st- is like okay. Well, Chris Pine's character is just like knitting mitts. Also paid off a lot when uh, they're going to be the judge when they're up like waiting to to like ha- see if they're going to be pardoned or whatever. And he keeps asking where the the judge is, and then we see why when they tackle the judge out of the window because he's a giant bird in order to escape. Also funny that they were just about to have their pardon be approved, but a hilarious scene. Like you don't know what what they're st- he's stalling for while he's telling. Kind of, it's also a great way to get the backstory of how they got to where they are. So that scene's doing a lot of stuff, but then the way it ends, how they escape, is brilliant. And then how that scene at the end of this film comes back and is changed, like they learned from their mistakes, and hilarious callback at the end of the film as well. Like I said, Michelle Rodriguez's Holga is great as the muscle, one of the best female action. The fight scenes out uh, when they're about to get beheaded, just kind of talking about how he takes care of his axe, how he treats it and cleans it and how often all that to kind of one to, I'm sure she legitimately wanted to know. She seems like a character that would care a lot about that stuff, right? Almost like a Ron Swanson kind of a character from parks and rec, but also a great way to stall for her to kind of get out great fight scene in that. You have Simon, the mediocre sorcerer, kind of doing his pathetic magic show, right, to cover up the fact that he's actually robbing the audience. I thought that scene was a lot of fun. Showing that he's doesn't really have powerful abilities, but then in moments has this potential, right? You see that he can potentially has a lot more powers than he knows he can or has the ability to use so i i I kind of liked what that scene was doing as well the shapeshifter the way they use that character is great uh has a great which i think is a complete one shot i didn't go back to double check to make sure there were no cuts it is all digital but there's the scene where she's a fly doing some reconnaissance and then the the one of the bad guys senses her and there's this long chase where she goes from being a fly she morphs into all these different animals mouse bird cat lar- this larger kind of a bird uh, i don't know what i'm sure it's got a name i don't know what that name is into a deer which is seemingly all done in one shot is going uh, through the castle out around the castle all these things a great exhilarating shot clearly all digital clearly all digital but still a lot of fun still a lot of fun the reveal of olga's husband is great played he's like it's bradley cooper which is a fun uh, cameo from bradley cooper as he plays like a little person not not like a, a like a somebody who's got dwarfism but just like a scaled down human. And then to see his new wife be a giant, like even bigger than, and than Holga was also hilarious as well. Just a great funny scene. 
great cameo. Uh, the scene where they have to bring the corpses back to life to ask for questions that just that run on scene where they keep like every person they ask dies before they get they get like one bit of information and they have to keep unearthing these different corpses to ask them the question to find out where this helmet is. So hilarious. And of course, the last one being left. And there were f f a lot of characters, I believe, were done with practical effects, right? Despite the movie being digital, I'm glad, it, you know, there were pr seemingly practical effects because I, I definitely have a lot more respect for that. Uh, the, the morbidly obese dragon? Ridiculous. You never, you've never seen, I mean, maybe in a cartoon. I think I remember seeing a cartoon dragon that was plump. But to see in this movie this morbidly obese dragon and the chase scene that, that ensues is absolutely so much fun. Like, hilarious to see this overweight dragon, but then the excitement of that chase as they're trying to get away from it, right? <clears throat> the visuals when he puts on, when uh, the magic guy puts on the helmet kind of surreal look to it different than everything we've seen in this so amazing beautiful very beautiful i loved i love the visuals of when he puts the the helmet on and he's communicating with one of his elders which turns out to be himself <clears throat> and the the end battle the second ending of this movie after when they get in the ship and they're sailing away the end right then they find out oh, oh you see the cloud noodles come down to the sky right to to go to that evil woman it seemed like that was setting up for here we go again we got to go on this mission next and that's going to be the next movie no that's what they do at the very end and also in that 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 end battle scene you see the teamwork you see how everybody's using their specific abilities you're seeing them use their heightened abilities as they've grown throughout the course of this movie amazing and of course the moment that got me choked up holga getting stabbed and then knowing like immediately right when i saw that she was stabbed, I was like oh that's what they're gonna do and of course they do it which makes complete sense like the fact that he wanted to bring back his wife not i mean not his not her mother in the sense that she never got to know her mother her mother never got to know her so if she was to be brought back it would be a crazy situation it would be more for him than it would be for her because in many ways holga was her mom growing up because she was there for her she was that presence aside from her dad that was there for her as she grew up so it made sense that of course she would be brought back and i just couldn't help i got choked up i got i never expected when i was watching first i wasn't expecting to like this movie but then at the end, I was like, what is this movie doing to me? This movie manipulated me into getting emotional. So congratulations, movie. You surprised me two different ways. You're good, 
and you got me good. Despite the fact that I saw it coming. I knew exactly what they were going to do. And I just kind of, it's kind of nice to see characters do the thing that you expect them to do a lot. Sometimes it's not, but, you know, I had a lot of fun. Great kind of a chosen family adventure. The fantasy version of, like, a Mission Impossible movie in a lot of ways. Uh, The comedy was great. The action was fun. So many inventive and interesting characters. So many interesting characters. And there's, like, characters like the, the confident dude that, like, is, like, just a really good guy and very good that he was there kind of taking him through, the run, helping him run away. The scene where he jumps up to stab the dragon in the head. Like, amazing character. Like, in another – he's, like, the Ethan Hunt character in a lot of ways, but he's not part of the team. He's just there for that one – aspect of the journey i liked him like that's a character that i think in a lot of other movies you wouldn't like they would have tried to make him not likable but i don't think they were trying to do that and by the end i loved the whole crew i really hope i get to see them in another adventure seems like a lot of fun i had a lot of fun uh but i hope you had a lot of fun listening to this review thank you for tuning into the ray taylor show i hope you enjoyed my thoughts on dungeons and dragons honor among thieves And don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.